0: Hi guys, welcome back to the Beauty Buzz. On this episode, I'm going to be covering becoming a mother and your beauty routine. Um, Okay, so I'm going to start with obviously my experience. So I have recently enough become a mother Um. It's absolutely mental. You don't have any time for yourself, and um, you feel like in bits. And you know, it, you can just you're just running off empty. So I'm going to share a few things today that kind of made me feel better about myself when your world basically gets turned upside down. And um, so with with myself. Um, I obviously have my little girl Elle. She is one and a half now. So the last year and a half has of my life have been absolutely mental. It's been amazing. It's been terrible. It's been, it's been everything. It's for me becoming a mom was something that I never thought it was. Um, you know, you just I, it, it's it's like you feel bad saying it, and um, because you love this little person so much, but it just runs you into the ground, and um, because it's not just you anymore, it's you're you're pouring all of yourself into this little person to making sure everything's okay. And um, are they developing okay? When are their nap times, sleep times? Like, are they getting enough? of everything. So it leaves in your mind, your mind is totally occupied and, you know, you forget about yourself and you kind of lose yourself a little bit. I'd find, um, especially like kind of social media, I always go back to like, there's this picture of this woman who has it all. She works she has kids she and she just looks like she's put together and that's what i want to talk about really today like looking like you're looking like you're um put together and actually being put together are two totally different things um so when you're running off empty you have nothing to give anyone so you have to remember that so self care and looking after yourself isn't selfish because you cannot pour from an empty cup. And if you don't fill your own cup up, then how are you expected to give more to this little person? And it starts with like tiny little things. But God, like I'm just, I actually get shivers. Um, like, as, <laughs> as I said, like having a baby is absolutely amazing. And I think everyone always says that first because you feel that mom guilt of ever saying anything bad about it. Because obviously you have so much love for this little baby. But Oh jeez, it's just mad. Like it's it's you're you're just a wreck. Like obviously, come here. Maybe people are listening to this and they weren't wrecks, and that's fine. I am only speaking about my personal experience, um, and I I that's where I I'm coming from because I don't want to say anything that people are like, oh well, I wasn't like that or I didn't feel like that. But more than likely, I'm sure there's a lot of women that are going to be listening to this that have become new mothers and they're like, oh my god, I felt like that too. And nobody spoke about it. Um, like a weird thing my mom always said was, um, you know, when you have a baby, it doesn't matter if you're you're with someone, if you're not with someone, if you're married, not married, you're on your own. And men, don't get me wrong, are brilliant, especially nowadays compared to say when I was growing up um, with my dad to, to, to now with my daughter and my husband, it's totally different cattle of fish. Men are great, but... It, it's just it the responsibility more so falls on you. And um, when you're looking after, say, like childcare and trying to work and trying to maintain a household, like it does get a lot. But I think, in a way, I think that's why most women do do it all because you're well able, you know? But like you want to look good and you want to feel good about yourself as well because you can really get in a little bit of a rut. Um, like even like little things like I stopped wearing jeans for ages because I just didn't feel comfortable in them. Or, you know, you, I don't have time, didn't have time to put makeup on, didn't have time to put tan on. But in reality, you have to kind of carve out the time for yourself. Um, I know you're like half the time you're just going around half asleep and you're wrecked and you're going around like a zombie. Um it's, yeah, it, it's, come here, it's tough. And it's okay to say it's tough. Um, but there are little things that you can do that make you look more put together. And sometimes when you look more put together, you feel more put together. Um, like, and come here, as well as that, because there's the other side of that, just because someone looks put together doesn't mean they are put together. Um, like, I remember a week after Elle was born, um... My mum minded her for a couple of hours, and myself and my husband went out for food. And I was just—I think—I think from not going out, and and I had Elle during kind of COVID. Um, it was kind of just the end of COVID. Um, and <laughs> she, she, t- she minded Elle for a couple of hours. I'm just laughing because the, the, I'm just getting a memory. Um, I put like a dress and heels on and. I couldn't, I could barely walk. It was a week after having the baby. I still had maternity pads on. Not a bother. Went into um, a place in town, Café Ansen, and had food. And that was fine. I had two cocktails. And I just remember, if anyone's familiar with Café Ansen, they have stairs going down to the toilet, like about three or four flights of stairs. And there's me with my little dress, my heels that I can't walk in. And maternity pads and I felt like I was going to die on the inside but you just you, you put up and you get up because you just you just want to feel like you again Um, but yeah no definitely don't do what I do be gentle on yourself and give yourself that little bit of time but it's just if anyone seen picture me or looked at me they would have been like oh she's totally normal and that's the point like just because someone looks normal doesn't mean it's normal and it's okay to it's okay to to feel whatever you're feeling, do you know? Um, but a couple of things that I will start off with because I'll stop telling my own stories. Um, so supplements I would start off with and um, because I, I'm just kind of starting from the start in my head of of my journey as such becoming a mother and just at the very start you are so empty. You are empty. You are obviously after going through childbirth whether it be uh, vaginal or C-section they're both the exact same and they both like tear the life out of you. Um you need to fill yourself up from the inside. And obviously when you just have a baby, um, the last thing you're thinking about is like yourself or making yourself like like put, taking supplements. Um, but they are so important in your recovery. Um, recovery time, like if you're not getting sleep, you're running off empty all the time. So I do think supplements are really the key to, to, to where your starting point is after having a baby Um. Like the goal is to support your body in the recovery process and doing little things like um, taking collagen supplements. Not only are collagen supplements amazing for your skin, they're also good to repair your body. Vitamin A is absolutely amazing for your skin. It just takes that tired look off um, after taking it for a while. No, you can't take vitamin A if you are breastfeeding. Um it's just like a big no-no. um. But you have to as well kind of, okay, so that's supplement. So that's kind of internal. um. So external, your beauty routine or lack of. So obviously, as time goes on, you do have more time, you feel a little bit better, you're a bit more built back up. So when it gets to that point, you're kind of like, right, I'm ready to like, do things and and you're more you more care about your parents a little bit more, um. So you have to say to yourself like, okay, so what is your desired outcome? Do you want to look fresher? Do you want to look younger? Do you want to look more awake, or all of the above? But the first where that starts is you have to make time for yourself. So if that means that obviously if you have a a small baby that's a couple of months old, you could be still feeding it a couple of times a night, um. You're wrecked. So, you, but you do, you generally do have some windows throughout the day that you can kind of say to yourself, right, even if it's just five minutes, just take five minutes out for yourself to actually say, right, this is for me. I'm going to do this or this or three things or four things. And you feel better about yourself. You look better and you just feel good for the rest of that day, you know? So, um, like, obviously there's endless products, there's endless treatments that you can do, I'm going to go through things that have worked for me and things that I recommend Um, so generally and even to this day um, with Elle I find that you only have like a little tiny window to get out the door and usually like you're packing up all the stuff because you generally like I know people are like oh well why don't you be more organised, you can't at night time, I know it, I'm just speaking from having a one and a half year old like it's mental and when she goes to bed i just crash on the couch because if i'm if i'm not if i'm home for bedtime um I, that's that's even worse than me coming home from work and she is in bed even though you don't get to see her you're just wrecked and it is quite hard so i would always say like pick what works for you in this situation because we're all different we all have different schedules um i would be more so a nighttime person um with my like good routine. Um so I would save like all my like good skincare, like my retinols, my acids and all for nighttime, I don't generally use them in the morning because in the mornings I'm a mess. I love my sleep. I don't I don't want to wake up any earlier than she does. So I would literally lash on maybe a tinted SPF and go. But now, there's a couple of treatments um, that I do get done to make me get to the point of just being able to lash on a tinted moisturiser and run out the house and actually still feel okay. Um, one of the things that I got done uh, when I just had, well, I think she was a couple of months old, maybe she was six months, five or six months old. I found, which a lot of you probably would agree with me, that your eyes are your biggest thing that obviously lack of sleep and you just, I don't know what it is, you just sometimes look 10 years older when you're in that phase of after having a baby because lack of sleep and you're just trying to figure life out again and adjust to not just being you and it's you and your little sidekick and it's this new little path that you're on and you don't have the time to give yourself. So um, like it's all about time-saving treatments. So what can you get done that requires minimal effort and it will give you maximum, um, maximum results. So one of the really big things are your eyes. And something that I got done was tattoo eyeliner. Um, oh my God, it was so good to have done. It just, I, I have tired looking eyes anyway. I have dark circles anyway. I've been like that since the day I was born. It's just hereditary and that's just me. But something um, I always have always gone to like my must have is eyeliner. Um, I got the tattoo eyeliner done, I got it done in, um, it's just off Grafton Street, it's a place called Blink Studio and Juliana, um, she is from Brazil and she teaches um, people how to do like the eyeliner so it was something for me, I was like okay, like getting a needle on your eye, like how's that going to work out but I have to say like it it was more, it was a lot more comfortable than I thought it was. juliana popped numbing cream on and i basically just lied there she stretches out your top lid and she just literally colors it in as you would with a tattoo obviously it's not permanent it's semi-permanent um it's similar to semi-permanent eyebrows or semi-permanent lip liner but that one is probably the best thing i ever done um for me after having a baby um then a couple of treatments that we do in W Beauty. Um, one would be an LVL lash lift, which I'm sure you've heard about. So it's like an eyelash perm. So going back to getting ready in the morning, if you have your eyelashes permed and tinted, you can pop on. Like if you have your eyes done, you can pop on a tinted moisturizer and just go. And you look, you look decent, you look presentable and you just feel like you're, you're ready for the day ahead. Um, the LVL Lash Lift, it is a really nice treatment to actually get done. I know I say that about a lot of treatments, but you lie down for roughly about 50 minutes and they put a couple of solutions on your lashes that bond them up. And you're just left with these open, lovely, fresh eyes. And um, you only have to get them done every like six to eight weeks. Well, no, probably, probably eight weeks Um. Six to eight weeks, eight weeks, I'd say. I'd usually get like, I haven't, I got mine done in October. It's now the end of Jan, and I only need to kind of get them done, I'd say, in February again. So they do, obviously, it differs from person to person. Um, They're one, all about the eye area. Um, your nails, like, it, some people don't like having things on their nails. I love having my nails done. I just feel like that. I feel cleaner. I feel nicer. And um, the Biab nails, I get them done. Um, they're something that lasts a little bit longer than shellac. Um, they don't chip. They're, they're, it's like a gel, like overlay nearly, but it's actually it has keratin in it. So it's actually good for your nails. So if you're kind of concerned about that sort of thing, um, they're actually better for your nails than the likes of, say, acrylics or shellac. Um, obviously skincare. Um, skincare is Obviously a major thing. Um, it keeps you youthful, it makes you brighter, fresher faced. And so, like you want to think of products that what can like what can I use that I get my skin gets the most of, or what can I use that makes me look good? So I just mentioned a tinted SPF, best thing ever, you're getting the full protection. You're getting your skin is getting moisturized and um, you have the tint, so you have that color. So it just makes you not look dead looking, you know. Um, Face masks are another thing. So face masks are so, I find are so underrated. They're a product, obviously, that you leave on the skin for like 10, 20 minutes, you rinse it off. It's like essentially getting a facial and um, just giving your skin a nice bit of plump hydration in a couple of minutes. So you have like face masks that... You pop on and obviously wash off or you have face masks that you leave on overnight. Um, Like you always have time for a face mask. You can put it, you can put a face mask on and you can go iron. You can go do your washing. You can go sit with the baby, feed the baby, change the baby. So it's not something that you have to like continuously do. You just pop it on, you leave it for 20 minutes and then rinse it off and you are done. The other side of that is the overnight masks. Um, One that I will cry about till the cow- cows come home. I will shout from the rooftops. The Image Overnight Retinol Mask. Obviously, it's not recommended if you're breastfeeding. Um, but it is like getting a facial in your sleep. It, it breaks down. So it exfoliates and it hydrates all in the one. Um, Like it, it just plumps. Anyone that has ever used this will know that this plumps your face overnight and it just makes you look so, makes, and I don't use this word very often, but it actually makes your skin look radiant looking the next day. And to get that out of popping something on that takes probably 30 seconds and sleeping in it all night is where you want to be. So that's what I mean when I say things that things that you use minimal effort with maximum, or sorry, minimal effort with minimal time with maximum effort. Um, that's the sort of thing that I'm talking about because you want to, you don't have time to do like a lot of stuff. Do you know what it is? It's you feel guilty, should I say. You feel guilty for doing things for yourself. So anything that takes less time, you're kind of more, you accept it more nearly. Um, But yeah, the face masks and tinted SPS are two skincare products are like that I'd definitely kind of go with. Um, Another thing some people need to get and some people don't is fee brows. So free brows are something that are time-saving as well. If you can't fill your eyebrows in every morning and you feel like you you, you need a brow, you don't have a natural brow um, and you already get your brows tinted and it doesn't really make a difference, um, fee brows are like a semi-permanent tattoo type thing. It's individual brush strokes and it just adds total definition and gives you a new eyebrow. Um, It's not permanent. It's not scary. It's, you have to get, I think, what do they say? It's not a no-maintenance brow. It's a low-maintenance brow. So it's something that you might need to get topped up every, like maybe once a year, once every two years. You still need to get your brow shaped in between if you do have hair. I know everyone's hair growth is different. Um, if you do get fee brows done, I would still recommend eyebrow tinting because it makes the brows look really freshly done um, and it still adds definition. Actually, something really simple that I forgot about is eyebrow tinting and eyelash tinting. The difference that a little bit of tint can make in your life is unbelievable. And like I said, it's a 10 minute thing that you're getting weeks out of. um, like, really simple things that you have to go, right, I'm doing this, this and this for me. And this is going to last me like four to six weeks or six to eight weeks. And and like, why not? You owe it to yourself. And as I said, like, if you if you look better, you feel better. And why not feel better? If you feel better, you're just a nicer person. Even if your day isn't going smoothly, you just it just makes you just a better person all around. It makes you like feel like you're more able for tasks um, during the day and obviously tan Uh, tan is like a massive thing with us Irish girls Um, it just takes that ghostly look off your face you tend to not feel the urge to pack on loads of makeup or if you have tan on, you kind of feel like, OK, you know, I feel like I'm after I, I might not have have had any sleep, but at least I look like I do. Um, I absolutely love the Bare by Vogue um, face tan. Some people don't like it because they find the application quite hard. A little trick with that one is if you're using um like a, a spray on face tan and please never use body tan on your face. Um, a spray on face tan, spritz it on in like three spritz and then get a brush and actually work it into the face. So you're not getting, when you wake up the next day, you don't have like patches of tan in different places and other places white. Um, Because obviously if you're like not, distributing the product properly, it's going to like stick to certain areas and, and it won't look very nice. So I think that's why people are kind of a little bit afraid of spray face tans. Um, another thing is laser hair removal. Oh my God, if you have dark hair, invest in laser hair removal. You barely have time to wash yourself when you have a child, especially at the start. You do not have time to shave. And like, I don't know about you, but the most, like, I feel like an absolute dog when I am unshaved. shaved. Like, it's just, you just feel dirty. I don't know what it is. Now, I know obviously some people don't mind, but I'm just talking about me personally. If I have hairy legs and I haven't shaved them in a while, I'm just like, ooh, like I disgust myself. So, laser hair removal is definitely something um, that you invest in, that's, that's a really big investment when you're like, and it's not even ex- that expensive anymore compared to what it used to be. If you're getting like, and the time that you get out of now, it doesn't get rid of all your hair, but it does minimize, it takes away probably 80 to 90% of it. Um, so if I like, I'm a hairy person, so I still have hair from getting hair removal. If you're not really a hairy person, um, you getting laser hair removal like will just be a total game changer and you'll probably never, ever, ever have to even shave again. Um, okay, so that's kind of your your day-to-day routine and how you can kind of appear better. Um, recovery things, um, that can happen. So obviously when you have a baby, um, through pregnancy, your shape changes, your body changes everywhere, your confidence changes. It's actually very hard to deal with having, I found anyway, having no control over your body. Like anytime, say normally, if, you know, if you eat too much, you go to the gym, you go out on a walk, you eat a little bit better. Um, but you just, I don't know, I just, I just felt like it was just, a, it was a weird adjustment to get to. And again, it's something that I don't think women generally speak about openly enough because again, it's like, you feel bad because you're like, I'm so lucky to be pregnant. I'm bringing life into this world. Um, like, you know, and, and it's all about this little baby. It's okay to feel like that. It's okay to feel like you you look in bits and it's okay to feel tired and it's okay to like if you're putting on weight or you're after having a baby and your body shapes after changing and you're not happy with that that's okay um but there are little things that you can do to help yourself never ever ever feel selfish for wanting to make yourself look and feel good um because just because you you are this person and you still are that person but obviously you don't feel like that person anymore because you're a mother now, and you have other things to think about, and your 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 um responsibilities change, your your goals change, your everything changes, your mindset changes. It's just it is a different world, so it is a big adjustment. And along with that, y- your body changes. Like um, it is it's 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 hard. It's hard to accept, but you have to be a little bit gentle on yourself as well, and kind of say like okay look what I just done. I'm after grown this gorgeous human. I'm after going through months of this. I'm after going through labor. I'm after, you know, so you have to kind of give give yourself a pat on the back because you're after doing so much. Um, And like, don't be getting too hung up about all this sort of stuff. But obviously you want to be happy too and you want to feel comfortable in your own skin. And, you know, that's hard. Like, but for me anyway, like, there's certain things I'll accept and certain things I can't accept. And that's okay too. Um, Like I know from having L, I like have these massive hips, like not massive, but you know what I mean? They're a lot bigger than what they wear. So certain things like I feel like I can't wear anymore because my hips have gotten wider. Like certain things don't fit me anymore, but that's okay. Like I don't think you'll ever... As much as like you'll exercise, you'll do this, you'll do that. Like you don't, I, I don't like the term bouncing back after a baby because you don't bounce back. You're not that person anymore. You're totally different, but that's okay. Um, there's little things obviously that you can do to help yourself, but you have to d- be in a, a state of mind where you're like, okay, like I, I'm, I'm like, okay, well, this is like, this is different. Like my chest is totally different. The skin of my boobs wouldn't be as firm. It's okay. It's not a big deal. My hips are a bit wider. Can't wear certain jeans that I still own <laughs> because I'm very optimistic about fitting back into them. That's okay. Um, you know, some some people like with hair loss, changes, like body changes, stretch marks, all that sort of thing. And and it's all okay. But as I said, like it, it's what's relevant to you. Like some people absolutely hate their stretch marks. Or they have stretch marks in places that are visible and they're very self-conscious of it. If you want to do something about that, that's okay. And stretch marks are, moving on to stretch marks, stretch marks are, some people get them, some people don't. It's it's a really weird thing, okay? So there's loads of myths around stretch marks. Stretch marks, they say, a lot of people say, oh, you only get stretch marks if you put on loads of weight and you lose it really fast or you grow loads, Um for me personally, I have stretch marks going from my ankle up to my, all up my thigh. That's fine. I have never been overweight. I've never lost weight quickly. I've never grew. Like I'm literally five foot nothing. Um, So it's a, it's a myth. It's all to do with the elasticity in your skin. I didn't get any stretch marks from having a baby. I grew, my stomach was massive and then it just went back down and it was this really floppy kind of weird thing for a couple of months. But Did I get stretch marks? No. Um, Do I have stretch marks on my boobs? Yes. Did my... Oh, well, no, no. Sorry, actually. That's a lie. My boobs did change massively. They went absolutely massive and really rock hard. And then they just went to these soft little floppy things for a while. And I have to say, me personally, I was devastated about that. Um, But they actually do kind of firm back up again, which is a massive positive, but your stretch marks, you know, some people accept them and they love them and some people don't, but there are things you can do for stretch marks. Um, so to improve the appearance of stretch marks, I find stretch marks, people can accept everywhere, their arms, their legs, their bum, everyone has stretch marks on their bum. Um, But for some reason, the tummy area a lot of people struggle with accepting stretch marks on your tummy area because I nearly feel like you feel hard done by because you know it's from pregnancy. Um, but laser is absolutely brilliant for stretch marks. So you usually when you have a baby, they're kind of like a reddy, pinky color. And so what we do is in clinic, we um, treat that first. So we actually go for the redness. And then we use, so we use like an IPL laser, and then we use fractional laser to um, build up the collagen production in the area. Because essentially, stretch marks are scarce. So you need to, it's odd, I keep talking about filling up the cup. You need to fill it up from the inside out. So by doing something like frax laser on the scars and stretch marks, um, you're piercing tiny little holes, or the skin thinks it's after being damaged. And the skin goes into healing mode, which resurfaces the area and just smooths it out. Now, it does take, I'm just thinking because I have someone in my head in particular, um, about four, maybe five sessions of laser over a period of time. So some we sometimes do like maybe four week gap, sometimes a six week gap, sometimes even an eight week gap between treatments. Um, But it is very effective. Um, so if stretch marks on your tummy are a thing, please come in to me, have a consultation and we can talk about it. Because for me, um, you know, there's a couple of things like microneedling is recommended. I've tried microneedling on stretch marks. I don't think it works great. I find the FRAX along with the IPL as a combination treatment work quite well. Um, I find sometimes FRAX works better on acne scars as well. Um, just for me anyway, with my experience, I find The fractional laser works better on scarring um, than your microneedling. Microneedling I absolutely love, but not for this particular thing. Um, There's also radiofrequency microneedling. um, There's so much buzz about it at the moment. I think for the price that that generally is, I think it's quite a pricey treatment for the results that you get out. I think there's a lot of other paths that you can go down, um, especially when you're treating like stretch marks you don't see like if you so if you get like the fracts done you kind of see your results in like two three weeks so you you don't notice anything disappearing but you notice the, the skin texture and everything improving in that area. Um so yeah so that is stretch marks and then skin tightening obviously your skin around your belly it's have to stretched right out so okay how do I fix this pregnancy belly if you have um, a lot of excess skin, that's when you need to go down the route of plastic surgery. If you have a small bit of excess skin or it's just a little bit crappy, like even with myself, like I um, I done a bit of personal training after having Elle, probably when she was, no, it was probably a couple of months after, I'd say she was probably about six months old. Um, my I, like over the space now I'm not like that now but when I was doing the personal training I was going to the gym three times sometimes four times a week I had like these mini abs I still had crappy skin so it, it's sometimes the gym will only take you so far with certain things so sometimes you need a little bit of help in hand and that's when these treatments come in these treatments aren't miracle workers Um, I'm always very honest with people about that Um, it it's kind of goes hand in hand with say working out so obviously if you have like a lot of kind of extra weight around the stomach it's not going to help with that but if you're going to the gym and you still feel like you're a little bit crappy around that area or your skin could be tighter in that area that's when something like radio frequency and heat treatments really kind of push you over that finish line of like getting what you really want from your stomach so um, venous freeze treatments would be my go-to for the crappiness and loose skin. M-Sculpt is another thing. Um, again, M-Sculpt tones your muscles. It's not going to work miracles, but it does help. Like a lot of people, um, not a lot of people, but a good few people get, um, you know, the, the muscle separation um, from having a baby. And that can be helped with um, different, obviously, things. But I'm nearly sure M-Sculpt can kind of help a little bit with that because it just tones up the muscles Um Then I'm going to talk about something that nobody likes talking about, Um, your vagina after having a baby. Um, Okay, so there is a lot of myths around this and I can honestly put my hand up and say this now because I've had one and it's absolutely fine. Um, Okay, there's like even with vaginas in general, I think there's this like obsession with this um like being loose, you're trying to being loose after having a baby and a lot of people opt for say a C-section if that's a worry. It doesn't. Um it does be fine. It's you're like it's a muscle that's supposed to push a baby out. And it does go back and it does contract. Um obviously if it's been damaged or whatever, you get stitches done, if you do a bit of work on it with Kegels, that sort of thing, it does go back to normal. So don't be afraid because I'm sure maybe this topic might catch the eye of someone that's pregnant and wanting to know like how to, how, what the ins and outs and the do's and don'ts of the kind of beauty world um, of what to do after having a baby. So the vagina, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Um. so I found something really surprising about this as well, because why won't women speak about their vaginas? Why don't women speak about peeing themselves? Why don't women speak? Because like even it's it's just like you're after doing this great thing. It's just natural. It's your body. We're all human. If you're female, you generally have a vagina. And, you know, it's it's OK to talk about it. We all go through like all different things with it throughout our whole lives. And it's just being more open about it. And just knowing that like what's normal because most things are normal Um, trust me I, I speak to women on a daily basis like and it, it, most majority of things that you think aren't normal are normal Um, but like going back to the loose thing obviously that's a big because people actually laugh about it and joke about it I'm like it's so wrong it's a massive myth um, but one thing that does happen is your pelvic floor um, your pelvic floor gets, and it doesn't matter if you had a C-section or you gave birth vaginally, your pelvic floor is what carried, like if you think about the weight of your stomach when you were pregnant and your pelvic floor obviously carried that. So obviously there's going to be some strain on your pelvic floor and that's okay. And, you know, sometimes what happens is, Afterwards, your pelvic floor is not what it used to be and you can pee yourself a little bit. And I don't mean, when I say pee myself, I don't mean full-blown, like pee yourself everywhere. I mean, if you cough, you might leak a little bit. If you sneeze, you might leak a little bit. If you laugh or went on a trampoline, you might leak a little bit. And that just goes, that doesn't go for someone that just had a baby. That goes for down the line, obviously would age your pelvic floor. It's a muscle, it needs to be toned. So what can you do to tone your pelvic floor obviously you can do kegel exercises Um you can do kegel exercises you can go to physiotherapy and um, I went to physiotherapy myself after having L because I just think personally for me my experience was that when I had a baby is the baby okay yes the baby's fine are you crying a lot no I'm not crying a lot okay sign off out the door done you don't get when I went up for a six week check. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm grand. That's it. Signed off. Gone. And so no one actually checks you internally. If something's not okay, how do you know about it? So for me, I went to a physio um, probably about maybe, I don't know, probably 10 months to a year after having L because I felt like something wasn't right down there. Um, So Went to a physio. She done an internal. Absolutely brilliant place. Um, I know in the UK and Ireland, if you look up Mummy MOT, um, they have loads of registered physiotherapists that just look after postnatal people. And I best thing I ever done. But um, back to your Kegel exercises. So, like, how many Kegels can you do in a day? Like, it's quite hard to fit in and remember to do. Um, there is this absolutely amazing magic chair. We keep calling it the magic chair. Um, so the M Cellar chair. It's from the same people that um, like the likes of M Sculpt and stuff um, do. So you sit on this chair, and do you know what? I'm speaking about it. So like lovingly because i'm on the tune uh, i'm tune after doing five sessions myself i need to do one more um like i personally didn't have problems with um leaking or anything like that my problem was if i for some reason you know if you obviously if you have a few drinks that it, 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 you do this anyway but when i needed to go to the toilet like there was this sense of urgency like a really sense of like, no, I have to go or I'm going to wet myself. And that's not something that you have to put up with because I was like, if I need to go, I need to go. Say if I was too busy and I was crying and I forgot to go to the toilet before I left the house and you're driving around the car, if I needed to go, I needed to pull in somewhere and I needed to go. And that for me, I wasn't comfortable with because one day you will wet yourself. And why would you put yourself through that if you don't have to? So for me, that's where when I start looking into kind of pelvic health and that's the reason why Um, I personally done the M Salature. Um, so results for me now after doing five sessions. So I have one more left. Um, I find that I used to wake up twice, maybe during the night, the last kind of week. I haven't woke up at all. I've been sleeping straight through, which is really good. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just a mental thing. I feel like I feel like more strong, like I feel like stronger, um, I feel like my bladder and that area is just a stronger kind of part of me (laughs) at the moment. Um, So just a little bit about the M Cellar chair. So it's the equivalent of doing 11,000 Kegels in 28 minutes. So you just like, see the way this chair, you sit on a chair, fully clothed. You don't need to, because I know there's, a lot of different kind of types of machines and stuff like that and you need to take your clothes off and you use a probe and I don't know about you, but that just kind of doesn't interest me because you just feel really uncomfortable. Um, But yeah, you just sit on a chair, fully clothed and basically it uses current and the currents make your body um contract and so it's like doing Kegel. So it's like doing that Kegel, um, the muscle, the floor or the muscle contraction and it does that in 28 minutes you sit there on the chair it's comfortable um you can't be on your phone so you have to read which is a bonus because you get a bit of me time um it feels I'll be honest with you it feels weird when i first sat on the chair i was like oh my god like what is this because you actually feel the contractions like going up inside and it was just it was weird but then after like about 2 minutes of sitting on the chair and going through the different paces of it, you actually it actually feels fine. It's comfortable. You get over that. Oh my god, what is this thing? Um, and the results for it from it are good. Like um, even my mom um is an example of someone on the other end. Obviously, she's had five kids. She's went through menopause. She is in her seventies. Her pelvic floor is not what it used to be. The muscle it has been strained over and over again, and obviously everything loosens up with it. So. For my mom, she was going to the toilet six times um, a night and now she only gets up once. And she thinks it's the best thing she's ever done. And I'd love to have her say that on this because she she can't believe it. And I have to say, she's not a person that would big up something if it doesn't really work. Um, Another thing actually that it's really good for is um, men. Men, it's really good for because obviously incontinence is something that um, men can suffer with too bodybuilders, again, going back to pregnancy, having that heavy weight. So if you're a heavy weight lifter and you're lifting heavy weights, your pelvic floor doesn't be as strong as what it was. So it's just this like magic chair that improves the health. It improves the sexual health as well um, of both men and women. So it's like it's an all rounder. Like, why not? Like if you're if you're doing something that makes you feel stronger and improve your sex life, why not do it um but yeah that's like other things that obviously it's a little bit more of an intimate thing that happens um after having a baby no one like a lot of people don't really feel comfortable about it so you know I hope I kind of brushed over a topic there that you might not want to talk to your friend about um so another thing that's quite common during pregnancy or post-pregnancy more so is hair loss um hair loss, like can it can come out in clumps. Um like it and it, and it's not so much like if you have really thick hair, that's fine. Um, but if you have thin hair naturally and you see clumps of hair coming out, like you're gonna have a nervous breakdown because like it's just you're like you panic. You absolutely panic. Um so it's a couple of things that you can do is obviously supplements going back to supplements because feeding yourself from within um and Decent scalp treatments and shampoo. So I know Nioxin is one. A brand. Um, a couple of hairdressers do it. I know Peter Marks do it. Um, they do Nioxin, and Nioxin do like a hair thickening um treatment thing. And the only reason why I'm recommending it, I don't have thin hair, and I have loads of hair. And when I went through a bit of hair loss, I was actually quite happy about it because I was like, okay, at least you're shedding something off. Um, but my sister, she has thinner hair, and. A lot of her hair fell out and she like that was panicking. I know nioxin works because she used it and she got great results with it. Um, I wouldn't recommend anything that I don't use myself or I don't know someone that has used it and got great results with it. Um, weight gain is another thing. I know I said that earlier on. Your body changes your body changes. And it's not, you know, sometimes you feel like it's not fair. Um, because like that, you're after doing all this hard work. You're after growing this gorgeous little human. You're after giving everything to them. You're after going through like sometimes a horrific, well, not sometimes, majority of the time, a horrific thing called labor. And then all of a sudden you have the, this extra weight that, you didn't ask for, you didn't feel like you over at and it happened from you. And you kind of just feel a bit hard done by. But come here, be easy on yourself. Um, it is hard. It's 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 hard to accept. You know, little things that I found, obviously I said a personal trainer earlier on. Um, I trained with for I think I trained with him. It was actually great because it was an online trainer. So I obviously, you know, your schedule. I went back to work when I was a couple of weeks old. I, my life's just hectic um, on a normal day, but then throw a baby in the mix. Um, I actually used to have loads of time to myself and I didn't realize, but then when you have a baby and you throw that in the mix, you're like, what did I do with my time before? Um, personal trainer, if you do an online trainer, generally they'll do out like a meal plan for you, it's easy to follow and they will send you workouts and sometimes, obviously, if you're not used to the gym, like, it, it, you just catch on to it over time, you might have to send them videos of your form, how you're lifting things um, and do you know what? You, you get over it really quickly. I was mortified going into the gym. I wouldn't go onto certain floors of the gym because that's where all the bodybuilders were. And I was like, I'm only this little five foot nothing girl. I just want to lose a few pounds, not become a weightlifter. Um, and you do. You kind of that self consciousness kicks in. But you know, it's all about telling Janice to shut up and just getting on with it. Um, exercise is so good. And do you know, the easiest thing you can do. Put on, a, I actually have it on me now, put on a, like an Apple Watch or a Fitbit, something that counts your steps and you get out, you put that baby in that pram and you keep walking. Put something in your ears like a podcast and just keep walking and get your steps in and you feel better about yourself. Your mental health is better. You don't feel like you're going to have a breakdown and you're not... um you just like feel better. Then when you start kind of, you're, when your body starts feeling a little bit better, you're you're happier in yourself, do you know? um. And as I said, when you're happier in yourself, everything in your life runs more smoothly. Um. Obviously with weight loss, another thing, I don't know if anyone else, but I'm sure there's loads, uh, sugar. Like if you don't, I still do it now and I've always done it. If I don't have time to eat, I grab chocolate and that's what I do. That's what I've always done. It's just, it's either eat chocolate or nothing sometimes. Sometimes, um, I know you can prepare your meals the night before. That's great. And that's what I was doing when I was with a trainer because it all goes back to prioritizing your time and picking out things that are your non-negotiables. But come here, that fell on the wayside. I will get back into it. Um, I go to the gym again. But some days you have to accept you have no time. And if you eat a bar of chocolate for your meal, that's okay. But when you initially have a baby, you are running off empty. And you have little to no sleep and sugar is the only thing that can make you feel better. So you have to be careful of that as well um, because obviously you can walk till the cows come home. If you're eating loads of sugar and you're not nurturing yourself, then you're still kind of going to feel quite bad. So I do find that a little bit of exercise, supplements, doing little treatments for yourself. Like you can schedule in time, um, you know, an hour every six weeks or a half an hour, once a week to get treatments done, it, five minutes a night to do a skincare routine Um, go out on a walk with your children or child like in the every day or a couple of times a week. Like it is doable. It's just getting into that headspace, which is hard, you know. Um, I find to this day that I still have baby brain. Um, like it's unbelievable at the moment, you know, when you're trying to like, I'm, You're trying to, I have to be a really professional and on on the ball and work. I have my own business. It's hard because in the background of your head, you're thinking, where's Elle? Is Elle okay? Has Elle been fed? What's she like? Blah, blah, blah. It's just going around and around and around. But a year and a half has passed and I cope better with it because I know in my head, no, she is okay. She's done this and this and I've just spoke to the person who's minding her and she's fine. And then I can just say, okay, Dad, can you sort this out for tomorrow? Get her bag ready? You know, you, you kind of have to bounce off um, your partner and or whoever whoever is your go-to. Not everyone is with their partner or the the child's dad. Find someone. There has to be someone in your network that you can kind of get a bit of a helping hand off and kind of bounce off someone. Usually, moms are great for this. Um, I think my mom and me have, like, a really good relationship after me having a baby because I I don't know about anyone feels like this even if I'm sick now because you can't be sick when you're a mom for some weird reason, um because you just won't lie down you just keep getting up and you keep doing things my mom is the only person in my life that actually genuinely cares when I'm sick. Um, And she's like, no. And she drops things down to you and like does really nice things for you. Um, And obviously, like when you're a mom, you're a mom. And it doesn't matter how old your kids are. You still pour everything from yourself to them. Um, But as time goes on, you do learn to say no to things. You learn to get yourself in a routine and you learn to kind of help yourself that little bit more, you know. But for baby brain, I write down notes, you know, notes on your phone. I have an iPhone. You, I write every single night, I write notes and I include skincare routine. I include book such an appointment to get such a thing done. Um, I include shower sometimes because hair washing day takes time. Anyone that has long thick hair, you know, washing your hair is like something that you need to schedule in and schedule these tasks in because they are just as important as doing X, Y, Z. They're just as important as getting sleep, going to work you cannot pour from an empty cup. And that's what I want this podcast to be about. Fill your cup up because you cannot give anyone anything if you are not fully okay yourself. Um, Nighttime routines are something that you kind of need to write down yourself and whatever works for you. So I like at nighttime, you know, have maybe some nights I'll have wine, some nights you'll have herbal tea, um, listen to a podcast, like have a half an hour to yourself, do your skincare routine, have a face mask on, you know, write down like a book. Do you know what I love as well with salons at the moment? All Most salons have online booking systems. So when you're sitting down at night with your face mask on, wanting to kind of schedule in a little bit of me time to get your treatments done, they all have online booking systems, which is amazing. Um, Obviously, W Beauty and The Skin Boutique have online booking systems. And when you're, have your face mask on and you're drinking your wine on a Friday night, schedule in your laser appointments, schedule in your Venus Freeze, schedule in your peel, schedule in your LVL, your Biab, whatever you feel like you need to get done of my recommendations. Um, But do schedule in time for yourself and product recommendations. People ask me for all the time. So this particular section of product recommendations are things that take minimal time, um, that you get the most out of, I said face masks. Face masks. Dermalogica multivitamin recovery mask. Oh my god, um, it is so good. I have used it for years, like years and years. Um, since the salons have opened, Dermalogica has been the go-to brand for me. Dermalogica um was like the go-to for everyone, and then other brands came along. Dermalogica went, was like in every salon. Every salon had Dermalogica. Then they start going to like um, a lot online or department stores. And I think for me personally, it kind of the brand kind of lost its, because it didn't wasn't just exclusively available in clinics. Um, basically certain, certain obviously, and I'm sure you'll, you've heard me say this before, certain ingredients can only be prescribed by a skin specialist. But what they do is they take them, products off the market and they've sold their other parts of their range in like I don't know a department store and stuff so you're not getting you're not getting like your retinols maybe but you're still getting like your face masks and your cleansers and stuff like that so that's where I think the brand has lost a bit of its I don't know what word I'd use but it's, it's basically not like you don't feel like it's a clinical brand anymore um And you know how I feel about clinical and medical brands. Um, they they really work. So it's it's one that where I hold. I hold like I'm like yeah, that does work. Um, but yeah, dermalogica multivitamin mask. So that basically like it's like a it's like just rescues your skin. It makes you look glowy. It plumps yourself full of hydration. Um, there's lots packed with vitamins. Packed with loads of vitamins. And like if you if you look really dull and grey and you pop that on your skin and you leave it on for 20 minutes and you take it off, you will instantly feel fresher. And I promise that's a promise from me for that. And Dermalogica, do not pay me. Um, image overnight retinol mask. I have mentioned this so many times. And um, that is a massive winner. You literally put it on, you sleep in it and it's like getting a treatment done in your sleep. If you can't do anything else, you can do that. Um Obviously, I've mentioned for hair issues, Nioxin shampoos and treatments are absolutely fab. Tan, um tan is an instant mood booster. And for me, tan is getting harder and harder to put on because Elle is on the move and she's running around. Little life hack for any mothers out there. Put your child in the bath with no water in it, obviously. Um, Put your child in the bath when you're putting your tan on in the bathroom and it just locks them in. It locks them in for like time enough to go like this all over your body. Um, It's a great little life hack um, for being able to put on your tan. And I personally wear tan during the day and I rinse it off at night because I don't like racking my sheets. Um, I'll usually wear like dark clothes that day or whatever. So baby L gets thrown in the bath, tan gets whacked on, and I go about my day then. And that night I have a shower and rinse it off, do my skincare routine, and that's how I keep myself together. Um, another thing is lovely, you know, when you have like your long showers. So remember what I was saying about like um, your your lovely shower products. So like your hair washing days where you get to spend a little bit more time because you scheduled it in. Um, something like, you know, the body shop, um, they have loads of really nice smells or Jo Malone would be more of a luxury brand. They have lovely smells. And buy some like shower gel or exfoliants from those brands and keep them aside for like your little spa night. Because if you can't, always make it out to or maybe you definitely can't make it out for a spa day um on a regular basis but get all that stuff for home and create this space at home for you and like building yourself up um oh another thing that i forgot about was mm, really big recommendation of mine um i only started using it recently enough charlotte tilbury cream blushes that's another thing that see it's all about making your face look fresher so if you're using your skincare your retinols your acids you know you have your tinted spf on and um, if you are going out and do anything or you're going to work you know you're going to be putting a little bit of makeup on um charlotte tilbury's cream blush is something that's really nice on the cheek area as well um but yeah so that basically i'll wrap this up now and i hope i covered a lot of questions i hope i gave you some tips and um, remember you can always send me a dm um, on instagram at love by deb's and like i said you can always book in 24 hours a day seven days a week on the skinboutique.ie and w beauty to get your treatments done thank you so much for listening and i can't wait for the next episode